not happen. In other words, if something could not be proven to be true, then it could be assumed not to be true. This led to misjudgments about the ballistic missile capabilities of other nations, which in some cases proved to be more advanced than previously thought. The idea of known and unknown unknowns recognizes that the information those in positions of responsibility in government, as well as in other human endeavors, have at their disposal is almost always incomplete. It emphasizes the importance of intellectual humility, a valuable attribute in decision-making and in formulating strategy. It is difficult to accept to know that there may be important unknowns. The best strategists try to imagine and consider the possible, even if it seems unlikely. They are then more likely to be prepared and agile enough to adjust course if and when new and surprising information requires it, when things that were previously unknown become known. I also encountered this concept in Thomas Schelling's foreword to Roberta Wolstetter's book, Pearl Harbor, Warning and Decision, in which Schelling identified the poverty of expectations as the primary explanation for America's inability to anticipate and thwart the Japanese attack on Hawaii. Schelling's message was as clear as it was prescient. We needed to prepare for the likelihood that we would be attacked by an unanticipated foe in ways that we may not imagine. Going back in history, the influential 19th century German military theorist Karl von Clausewitz emphasized the challenges of dealing with incomplete or faulty intelligence and the inevitability of surprise. Some with an interest in philosophy have made note of a line attributed to Socrates, I neither know nor think that I know. This has been interpreted to mean that the beginning of wisdom is the realization of how little one truly knows. One known unknown for me was how to write a book. I had never tried to do so before. I didn't know whether or how to incorporate the hundreds of thousands of pages of primary source documents in my personal archive. I still have my parents' almost daily letters to each other during World War II, hundreds of notes on the reasons I cast my votes while serving in the Congress of the United States during the 1960s, and my detailed memos of my meetings with President Ford to ensure that his requests and directions were executed as White House Chief of Staff. I also have some 20,000 memos humorously characterized as snowflakes from my tenure as Secretary of Defense in the George W. Bush administration, some recording momentous decisions, others simply scheduling time for a haircut. Thousands more documents reside in classified archives at the Library of Congress, the U.S. Department of State, and the Department of Defense. Despite its challenging volume, I thought my archive could augment my personal recollections. On the one hand, the documents would add detail and context to my memories, and on the other, they would cause me to more rigorously challenge what I remembered. A portion of my archive will be available in digital form on my website, www.rumsfeld.com, which accompanies and supports this memoir. I have also released and will continue to release additional documents not directly cited in this book, but of historical interest nonetheless. My life has spanned more than one-third of the history of the United States. 
As I thought more about this memoir and a title, the idea of the known and unknown seemed to fit. Not only are there things in this book people believe they know about my life, but there are also things that may surprise and differ from what many may have read or heard or assumed. The same holds true about many of the events I observed, from my years in Congress during the civil rights struggle and in the Vietnam War, through the Cold War and my service as Secretary of Defense during the age of terrorism. The known and the unknown are what I have attempted to present in this memoir, that slice of our amazing country's history of which I have been privileged to be a part. Part 1. Lessons in Terror Quote, The wind in the tower presages the coming of the storm. Unquote. A Chinese proverb as quoted in Rumsfeld's Rules.